Welcome to Radar Contact, the audio show that teaches pilots how to speak professionally and with confidence to air traffic control. And now, here's your host, airline pilot, author, and host of ATCCommunication.com, Jeff Canarish. There is a game children play in a swimming pool called Marco Polo. Are you familiar with it? In this game, one child closes her eyes and tries to tag one of the other kids in the pool. Of course, the problem for the child with her eyes closed is she cannot see where the other kids are in the pool, so finding another kid to tag is a real challenge. The rules of the game allow her to occasionally yell out, Marco! The other kids must respond by shouting back, Polo! By shouting out polo in response, the kids momentarily reveal their position in the pool, and the kid with her eyes closed can zero in on the voices of the other kids and, if all goes well, eventually tag one of them. Unfortunately, this game can go on forever, because each time the other kids yell out polo, they can then drift into new positions in the pool. The child with her eyes closed ends up seeking out the kids based on their last known position which of course changes as the kids move about. Here's why I'm describing this kid's game. When you're flying in or near an airport with an uncontrolled traffic pattern, you are playing a high-stakes game of Marco Polo. In this game, it is absolutely crucial that you make accurate and timely position reports. The reason should be obvious. Other pilots in the traffic pattern can only determine your location based upon what you say on the radio. And, you know, that seems like a pretty straightforward idea, but I guess it isn't for some pilots. A friend of mine, Robin, who you've probably heard from in the past in this show, told me there is a flight school near where he lives. The student pilots at this flight school can sometimes cause him and other pilots a lot of aggravation. Here's how. The student pilots at this flight school have learned, like all student pilots, that there are required reporting points when flying in and around a traffic pattern at an uncontrolled airport. And the students have been instructed to report their position when within 10 miles of the airport, inbound for touch-and-goes. Their flight instructors have pointed out a specific landmark over which they can make their 10-mile-out radio call. Here's what actually happens. When flying solo, these student pilots, or at least some of them, get so wrapped up in aircraft control that they are too distracted to notice when they have reached the landmark 10 miles from the airport. Five to six miles later, when apparently they've caught up with the airplane and they feel they have things under control, they wake up and think to themselves, oh yeah, I have to make my position report. Then they get on the radio and report 10 miles out from the airport inbound for touch and goes. And that would be good, except by this point, they're only four to five miles from the airport. Essentially, the students are making their position reports mechanically without any consideration for their actual current position. You can see the problems this might cause for other pilots already established in the traffic pattern. Perhaps there's a pilot turning onto the crosswind leg when one of the students announces his position 10 miles from the airport. The pilot turning onto crosswind thinks, Good. That airplane is still several minutes away from the airport pattern. No sweat for me. 
Imagine what happens next when that pilot rolls out on downwind and gets a nasty surprise when he sees another airplane entering the downwind unannounced right in front of him. Untimely and inaccurate position reporting by the student pilots in this example are similar to a game of Marco Polo. When you hear a position report from another pilot in an uncontrolled traffic pattern, naturally you're going to look for that other aircraft at the position the pilot stated on the radio. If that other pilot made an untimely or incorrect position report, you are going to be looking in the wrong place, just like the kids who drift around the pool with their eyes closed looking for the other kids. What's the moral of the story? From time to time, you too will probably miss making a required position report. And that's okay. We're all vulnerable to distraction, and we all make mistakes. The important point is to recover from the mistake by assessing where you are right now and what you need to say to make an accurate position report. I realize if you're just beginning your flight training, your flight instructor has probably given you some canned radio calls to make to reduce your mental workload. Do realize those canned radio calls only work if they are delivered on the radio at the correct time and place. If you miss a required radio call because you were so wrapped up in aircraft control, it is actually better to not transmit anything than to make an inaccurate position report. If you do miss a required radio transmission, you have two choices. Your first choice and best choice is simply to state where you are right now. For example, if your flight instructor gave you a canned radio call to make over a landmark 10 miles from the airport and you miss that call, look at the distance you have to go still to enter the traffic pattern and say that distance on the radio. If you're currently 5 miles from the airport, for example, get on the radio and say your call sign along with 5 miles inbound. Your second choice is to turn away from the traffic pattern and reset your position to start over. If you're still inbound to the airport, this is a pretty easy thing to accomplish. Simply reverse course and return to the point where you were taught to make your inbound position report. Things get a little trickier if you're already established in the traffic pattern. If that's the case, your best bet is simply to continue. But remember, you are now flying in stealth mode. Other pilots may not know exactly where you are in the pattern because you didn't give them a timely position report. Keep your eyes wide open and clear for other traffic like crazy. Follow the rules for right-of-way and give way to other aircraft if necessary. If you forget or miss making a required position report, do make a timely and accurate position report at your next opportunity. For example, if you forget to make a position report on downwind, absolutely do make a position report when turning onto base leg. That will bring other pilots in the pattern up to speed on your current position. The game of Marco Polo is a child's game. It's basically a game of hide-and-seek. When flying in or around an uncontrolled airport pattern, you absolutely do not want to hide. Even more importantly, you do not want to make an inaccurate position report that causes other pilots to look for you in the wrong place. You know, learning to fly is a process of getting mentally ahead of the aircraft. That's not only true for the mechanics of flight control, 
It's also true for staying ahead of the aircraft when making position reports. Practice, practice, practice your radio calls at home so you'll be better prepared to make that next position report on the radio when and where it is required. some suggestions about how to practice position reports and other radio calls in my books on Radio Mastery. Radio Mastery for VFR pilots describes traffic pattern position reports in detail and then offers some at-home exercises for getting better at making them. The Radio Mastery for VFR pilots workbook is a companion to the original book and is loaded with even more exercises to get you mentally ready for radio work during your next flight. I recently flew with someone who was, well, let's just say, was less than stellar on the radio. He occasionally made a radio call without using his call sign. He said numbers incorrectly. He didn't use the standard phraseology described in the aeronautical information manual. For example, instead of saying, leaving 4,000, climbing to 1,5,000, he would transmit to ATC, four for 15. And wouldn't you know it? He flew a lousy airplane too, not unsafe, just rough and sloppy. I've always said, as the radios go, so goes the flight. Lousy radios usually equals a lousy flight, and that was definitely the case here. Of course, as you hear me say this, you're probably thinking, did I say anything to this pilot about his radio work? Or did I get on the radio myself and clear things up with ATC? Well, I'm sorry to say I did not. It bothered me at the time, and it's bothering me now that I didn't say anything, and that's why I'm talking to you about it. I also feel bad for the air traffic controllers who had to put up with that nonsense. You know, everyday highly experienced pilots get on the radio and say things that require air traffic controllers to be language interpreters. Fortunately, most air traffic controllers have heard so much garbage on the radio that they understand this garbage as though it is standard phraseology. Experienced controllers know when a pilot says, for example, 4 for 15, he is really saying leaving 4,000, climbing to 1, 5,000. The dirty little secret is we pilots can say just about any lazy, undisciplined thing we want to say on the radio, and most of the time the flexible people at the other end of the radio are going to understand what we meant. But most of the time is not all of the time. All it takes is one slip-up. One seemingly minor and innocent misunderstanding of a non-standard statement on the radio can lead to serious trouble. This isn't just my theory. It happens in real life. Google ASRS and then go to the website that Google brings up. Do a text search for the word phraseology. You'll find more than a thousand incidents reported at the website where there was miscommunication between pilots and controllers due to the use of non-standard phraseology. So even though most air traffic controllers will accept almost anything you say on the radio, using slang, lingo, or any other sloppy language you choose to use is going to get you into trouble someday. The record bears me out on this. 
That's why I'm hoping you take to heart my constant preaching at atccommunication.com that standard phraseology is not only a good idea, it will help keep you and your passengers safe as you fly. previous segment, I used an example phrase that went like this, leaving 4,000 climbing to 1-5,000. Though I've said it before, I'm still getting pushback from some pilots on the use of climbing to. Their argument is when you say climbing to or descending to, the word to, T-O, can be misunderstood by ATC as T-W-O, the number two. So, for example, if I say climbing to 2,000, pilots who disagree with me say this can be misunderstood by ATC as climbing to 2,000 or 22,000. To clear this argument up once and for all, I made a short video that I have embedded with the show notes for this show at atccommunication.com. If you happen to be listening to the show on iTunes and you would like to watch the video, go to atccommunication.com. The video will be right on the homepage embedded in the article that supports this episode of Radar Contact. If you are listening well past February 2015, you may have to scroll down and look for the supporting article titled Aircraft Position Reports. The video will be living there. And now let's get to your question of the week. You are flying in an uncontrolled traffic pattern. You have just turned onto the downwind leg when you hear another pilot transmit on the Unicom frequency. Inopportune traffic, Phantom 396 Oscar Papa, downwind, runway 15, inopportune. You scan the downwind entry area and see nothing. You make a short clearing turn to the right and check your 6 o'clock position for an aircraft directly behind you. There's nothing there either. Then you notice an airplane rolling wings level onto the base leg for runway 15. Here's your question. Given your awareness of the current situation and what you see outside, is it safe to continue flying on the downwind leg or should you break out of the traffic pattern and re-enter at the downwind entry point? When you think you know the answer to that question, go to atccommunication.com forward slash answers. There you'll find a complete answer to this week's question, along with a full explanation of how that answer was derived. Music for this show was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com on a Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you are flying this week, I hope you have a great time and beautiful weather, and if you happen to be flying in an uncontrolled airport pattern, Do think about your next position report before you reach the point where that position report must be made on the radio. Your timely position report will help you fit safely into the flow of the pattern and help other pilots see and avoid your aircraft. I'm Jeff Canarish for ATCCommunication.com saying be well, keep in touch, and fly safe.